right, boxing fans, we wrapped up our fights yesterday, and some people were really not happy because you had to stay up for a lot of this. And arguably, the this is pay-per-view, this whole business on Showtime, and that got people kind of pissed off because they were not sure it moved the needle as a pay-per-view level event. I'm going to go ahead and break down the top two fights only um, because I think those are the ones that are worth the time. But at the very bottom of this tier, Arizlandi Lara versus Gary Spike Sullivan. I I said back when Lara fought uh, Brian Castaño, I felt that Lara could easily have taken out Brian Castaño if he wanted to. Castaño was there to be hit. Lara seemed not inclined to go after him and take him out. And I was frustrated, not with the draw, because, again, Lara wasn't half-throwing. He just was overly defensive, cautious, tentative. And, yes, I know Castaño has some pop. I'm not dismissing Castaño as a fighter. I'm saying he was there to be hit. Lara could have taken this man out, and he didn't try. People on NSB, you know, the places swore that Castaño clearly beat Lara. That's not what happened. That's not what they saw. But Lara didn't show up, which gave them the illusion that Castaño was doing more than he was. Castaño wasn't doing a damn thing. The truth is, Lara could have taken Castaño out. Later, Lara started stepping up because he's no longer the fast guy he used to be. His defense is still there, obviously, but he's no longer as quick as he used to be. His legs aren't there. We saw that against Spike O'Sullivan. Spike O'Sullivan was able to touch Lara more than other fighters, more than you might think of somebody like O'Sullivan's level. And O'Sullivan, I'm pretty sure he was the one who was sparked out and won by Lemieux, right? So I didn't expect a performance from him against Lara that we saw. However, Lara eventually was able to break him down and stop him. So I, again, kudos to Lara, but I, he's so inconsistent. That's my biggest frustration with him. Always has been. I've been following him since the yesteryears when he was fighting the guys like Canelo at the lower weights. And for whatever reason, he's always been inconsistent. He'll go into fights, and he'll just put on a master class. Usually, he puts on a master class regardless. But then he'll go to this other fight like this Tanyo, and he just doesn't show up. So I don't, I'm not hating on him. I just wish he were more consistent with his performance and styling and everything else than he is. Um, but I give him credit. He got, got the job done and took it out in stellar fashion. At the top of it, and I'll just combine these two because these are quick dirties. Of course, Tank Davis, Javante Tank Davis fighting Raleigh Romero. Tank Davis gets a stoppage by the sixth. It's actually a ref stoppage. And I want to call something out. People swore that Tank, you know, it, there was not going to be close. Tank was going to destroy this guy. Raleigh didn't have a chance. Raleigh's not whatever, not even in the class. Tank said he's a, quote, dumbass fighter. And that he's like he's raw in the gym. And he thinks he's nice, but he's not. The version of Raleigh Romero you saw in the ring I would argue is nowhere close to the way he's fought in previous fights at all. I, he came with a pretty decent style. Raleigh was fighting like Golovkin fought Canelo. He was he was very guarded, and he was cutting off very well because Tank was on the back foot the majority of the fight, and he was cutting off really well, I thought. He was closing distance decently good, not excellent, but decently good. He was using the jab. He was trying to set up. I think the flaw in Raleigh's strategy, and maybe this is Bullet, his trainer, I think the flaw is that they were hoping that Tank would make mistakes and then Raleigh would catch him, which I don't think would have ever worked. In my mind and many others, Raleigh's best chance to win would have been to bully Tank. There were times when Raleigh did come forward, bully Tank, and Tank looked really uncomfortable in there. He was just complaining about everything. I think the reason they didn't do it is because that ref 
seemed like he was all in the pocket because he was not allowing any kind of roughhousing hardly at all. And he was warning Raleigh left and right. And so I, I, if that was the thoughts like, okay, this ref's kind of trigger, I understand. So maybe that was what it was. Well, you take that away from Raleigh and there wasn't really much of a chance then for him to make a dent in tank because tank was there, but, and he was good, but tank was trying to catch the counter as the good strategy. Because Raleigh usually leaves himself open for counters. In this fight, he wasn't nearly as open as he's been in the past. He was open, but not nearly as much. It seemed like he had worked on being able to defend against that counter that Tank's so good at, whether the counter straight or right down the pipe or the counter hook it's or the uppercut. It seemed like they planned for it and they trained for it and they did a great job being, you know, at least in a readiness position for it. He did get caught a couple times, but he ate him very well. Both guys ate shots very well. Tank got wobbled in the first. There was a moment where Tank went down. It was the same sequence or a similar type sequence as what you saw with Crawford and Cavalaskis, where I thought it should have been called a knockdown because Tank did get hit with a shot, and that's what sent him down, and then he clinched on the way down. Then Raleigh threw him <laughs> to stop him from clinching. I felt that should have been called a knockdown. I was, I was surprised to see Raleigh catch that shot that early, and I guess I shouldn't have been, but again, Tank sold the narrative that Raleigh couldn't fight at all. NSB sold the narrative Raleigh couldn't fight at all. And that's not what you saw. What you saw was either Tank is on the decline or Raleigh's better than everybody gave him credit for and he was just kind of doing whatever or Bullet's a better trainer than anybody. I don't know. All I can tell you is what we saw is Raleigh was, again, he was stalking like Golovkin. Very effective in there. The, the final sequence showed that Show the tank. There's levels, yes, in in skill and craftiness and a ring IQ because Raleigh's coming forward as he always had been. He's he was the aggressor the whole night. I gave from my eyes. I gave Raleigh. It ended in the sixth round, I believe. I'm pretty sure I gave Raleigh four of those rounds. From my eyes, there was a couple swing rounds, but I I believe I gave Raleigh four of those rounds. Six round sequence. Basically, the the weird. <laughs> it's a weird sequence. I, they made the analogy to. Pacquiao Marquez four. I don't. That's not what I saw, because it was kind of an exchange where this happened. Whereas, Pac just walked into a shot. This one reminded me a little bit of Mayweather Hatton, where Floyd is setting a trap back to the turnbuckle, and then catches him with a check shot as Hatton's coming in, and then Hatton runs into the turnbuckle. Hatton wasn't done, but that's what it visually reminded me of. Because what happens is. Or, or even the, the uh, Crawford-Porter, where Crawford basically tricks Porter and then catches him, evades, and then Porter runs headfirst in the turnbuckle. That's another one. But it seemed like in that sequence, Raleigh's coming forward. Tank's got his back up to the ropes. Raleigh throws a two-piece. I think he landed one of the two, but then Tank came back, countered him over the top, and then evaded out of the way. Raleigh goes forward face-first into the ropes and then slumps. He beat the count, but then he was stanky leg. Like it was, it was like Judah versus Zoo stanky leg. It was bad, and so I, I give him credit for staying on his feet. Um, I think his mistake might have been, and he tried to take the whole count. He tried to stay down. So there was, there's clear, there's clear skill with this guy. Like it, it seemed like he's unrefined. Maybe is a better way, but there's clear skill with this guy. He's not just a bum. Um, maybe he's just unrefined. He's Still, you know, he started late, but he's still early in the game. But there's clear, you know, he did better in getting up 
waiting the count, using the much of the count as he could, getting up. He was just he was just bamboozled because he tried to follow the ref instructions. You could see he was trying to do what the ref said, but he was just loopy out of it. That shot got him perfect, picture perfect. And it was interesting. Tank said after the fight, he didn't even throw it that hard. And he was surprised that Raleigh reacted the way he did. And it might have just simply been that Raleigh wasn't expecting that particular shot because Tank had his back on the ropes that he might have expected Tank would try to evade or just defend, right? Because usually if your back's on the ropes, Raleigh might have been going in there to try to beat him on the body and upstairs while he had his back on the ropes and just kind of trap him because that would be the normal instinctive. And if you get caught with a shot in that kind of exchange, you know, it reminds me of, I'll, I keep giving analogies, but here's another one. Uh, Williams, uh, Paul Williams and Sergio Martinez. Sergio Martinez lands that they both throw shots. Sergio lands his picture perfect. Paul falls face forward, never saw it coming, and it was just a brutal shot. Whereas prior to that, he had been eating shots, but he was able to take them. And this one particular exchange, he just gets caught and goes down. So could have just been those one-off aberration type shots. I, to me, and obviously Tank's moving on to greener pastures, and I think Raleigh will be okay. I think his performance is good enough that sold that he's not a bum and he's he could contend. He would give a lot of people problems and if he fought the way he fought and they refined some parts of him. Like I would want to see him refine like his cutting off the ring I thought was good. Uh I, I think his punches his punches weren't as wide. They they were wide at points, but nowhere near like in the past. He he refined the punch, tightened up the punches. That was good. I think defense, but again, it was like one of those picture perfect shots. I can't say that he was defensively inferior in that sequence it just it it was just one of those things tank just happened to be slightly faster slightly more precise and certainly a greater ring iq so you work on ring iq that's that's wherewithal and knowing what's going on and knowing what's happening and then tank's clinches kind of threw off rhythm so it was hard for raleigh to get set and create what he wanted to i would like to see one thing i didn't see from raleigh he tends to, in past fights, throw punches that you don't expect. Like, you, he comes in at an angle that makes you think he's throwing a right hand, but then he'll throw a left hook over, over the guard. He's done that to Ryan in sparring. He's done that to a number of fighters, and I didn't see that in this fight. All I'm saying is, he, I, from my eyes, if I look at the rounds minus the stoppage, it, Raleigh performed better here than he did against Marinas, in my eyes. Um, I think there's points you can shore up and refine. I think he'll be a contender. I think he's a solid, from what I saw, and maybe Tank was giving it away, but it didn't seem like Tank was giving it away. It seemed like Tank felt that power in the first round, and he knew he could, he could no longer dismiss that this guy can bang, at least, and he knew that something would, bad would happen if he tried to go to war with him like he initially might have thought he might have done. But kudos to both guys. I, I Again, I don't, I'm not going to take away from Raleigh. Everybody on this beast trashing the dude. I don't know why, man. He was winning really pretty good rounds. Um, even if you gave him minimum three rounds, I think the judges might have had it three two or whatever. But I, I thought it was a better performance than I expected, and I don't know what to attribute that to. If that's Tank on the decline, or Raleigh's better than everybody thought he was, or Bullet is getting better, or whatever. They did something to pull that out. So Tank gets the stoppage in six rounds after arguably losing minimum three from my eyes. And I think both guys will go on to great things. I would like to see I would like to see more fights from Raleigh. I would like to see him develop as a fighter. I'd like to see him shore up his gaps because he has a couple of gaps. As far as Tank, 
the comment was made, especially on NSB, that Tank started to turn into Wilder, where he's looking for that one shot. And I think in that fight, he had really no choice. He couldn't, he's not going to go to war with, he knew he couldn't go to war with Raleigh. And so people accused him of running. He did run at points. He had to. He could not bang with Raleigh Romero. Now, if they if they figure out how to make a rematch happen, I would love to see it. I want to see Tank. I don't know what it is, but he's starting to run more than he did before. And maybe that's just self-preservation, like he's just trying to stay in the game longer or whatever it is. But I was disappointed to see him so much on the back foot. I know it's Raleigh. I know he's got the power, but you're Tank Davis. Like, to me, I would have seen him, I would want to see him make a better statement if we go off his former protege, Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather at points would eventually, like if we look at Mosley, Mosley caught Floyd with the shot early. I think it was round two. What happens? After that, Floyd basically is walking Mosley down the rest of the fight, walking for it. Canelo lands a couple shots, I think round one, maybe round two. Rest of the fight, Floyd's walking him down. Jesus Chavez won't stop, won't stop coming. Floyd eventually just walks him down and stops him. Like, to me, that was what got Floyd over that crest. And I wanted to see something like that from Tank of, okay, you know what? I'm just going to walk this dude down and outstyling because I think Tank could have. That's the point. I think he could have. Tank remained fast the entire fight for as long as it lasted. Raleigh seemed to slow down by round five. I think Tank could very well have gotten in there, walked the man down, and got a more definitive type stoppage. This was more like, okay, Raleigh got caught with a shot and went down, and he just couldn't recover. Okay, it is what it is. It wasn't the the signature, I'm going to destroy this guy because I know I can, and I'm going to back up my dumbass fighter statement. That's not what I saw. I'm not taking anything away from Tank. I'm saying that I would like to see that he does more. There was a moment in the fight, and I think it was round five, where Tank reacted to something. Replay showed he missed the punch, so it wasn't a punch. I'm thinking elbows or shoulder. Something went out, but he he reacted in pain, and then Raleigh went after him, couldn't capitalize. So something obviously is wrong with Tank as well. Didn't stop him from being able to get the dang stoppage. So skill on both sides, I think, was there, and I, I would love to see a rematch. I know we won't, but I would. I would like to see it and just give Tank that chance to get something decisive and give Raleigh the chance to recoup and you know, reinvigorate. Let's see where both guys go from here. It's kind of like this wasn't as bad as Rocha Cobbs. Rocha Cobbs is bad because Cobbs just got his ass kicked like all the way through. This wasn't that. This was Tank was on the back foot. Raleigh's chasing him down. Raleigh is catching Tank. Tank occasionally counters and catches Raleigh, but under no situation except for round six and part of round five was Raleigh in any serious danger. It was more, I'm having to chase this dude because he keeps running away. And then I have to watch out for the counters because that's all he's doing. And my jabs aren't trapping him to make a mistake. This was not Rocha Cobb. So if you're expecting that kind of war, Rocha Cobb's war, this wasn't that. Rocha Cobb's was 100 times more action than what we saw here. This was more stylistic precision. And a guy in Raleigh who showed, in my opinion, that he's more than people online are giving him credit for. Tank Davis stoppage in six over Raleigh Romero. And moves on from money from Mayweather promotions. And we'll see where he goes now from here. Whether he goes to 140 permanent, stays at 135, challenges the winner of Cambosis Haney, which he wants. We'll see. And we have to see where Raleigh goes. I would like to see Raleigh still in the mix and see what kind of noise he can make against other guys.